The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hey everyone, Brent the Middleman here uh, with HoopBall, hoop-ball.com with another podcast. Uh, it's box score breakdown, slowly morphing into Brent's breakdowns, and we're doing another preseason podcast here. The season is looming, tons of news out there, uh, but what I wanted to focus on today uh, was this article that I saw, I think it was on CBS Sports, talking about... Uh, Five players who are poised to have standout seasons with their new teams. Every year, big-name players swap teams, and it seemed like this offseason was one of the busier ones in recent memory, with some legit stars switching teams. Uh, so let's take a look at these five players. Um, I'll let you be surprised uh, with who we're going to talk about. Maybe you can guess along the way. Um, if you can leave comments on this, leave comments if you... Uh, who you think is a who's going to stand out on their new team, uh, and uh, you know really you know rejuvenize their career. A lot of these guys are taking chances. They took smaller contracts, or they were traded, or they have something to prove, a chip on their shoulder, or they're coming back from injury. So these guys are definitely people to watch, especially in your fantasy leagues. So let's take a look. The first guy I want to talk about is Kemba Walker going to the New York Knicks from the Boston Celtics. Uh, I I love this move for the Knicks. Uh, they do have they've been looking for a point guard for a long time. Uh, yeah, they have uh, quickly. They have Rose. Rose is really more of a shooting guard at this point in his career. Uh, Walker, you know, is undersized, but you know, obviously a legit point guard with a ton of scoring prowess. And I think quickly it gives him another chance to. Uh, to improve. Another season to watch a couple of veterans play behind him. He's going to get a ton of playing time uh, with Rose and Walker out there. They're not going to play tons of minutes. They're going to want to try to keep them healthy. And uh, more importantly, it gives Julius Randle another playmaker out there. Uh, You know, the two years that Walker was in Boston, you know, he was super productive, although there was a little bit injury plagued. Uh, He averaged 20 points, 4.8 assists and 3.6 rebounds plus a steal a game, which are great fantasy numbers. Uh, But, you know, he never met his expectations just because, what I said, those health issues. He only played in 68% of the regular season games over the last two years. It's tough to win a lot um, when your main point guard and facilitator is hurt. So health is obviously going to be a big question for Walker in New York, which is why I think uh, quickly still going to get a ton of playing time. But I love this move. Uh, You know, Walker never really had chemistry with Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're both very ball-dominant guys, especially Tatum. And Tatum really needs to run that offense there. And Walker is a ball-dominant player, too. So he needs the ball in his hand. And I think in New York, um, you know, he is going to have that. So Julius Randle is is sort of taking on almost a Draymond Green type of role there. But uh, I really think that, um, you know, having Kemba... Uh, is going to help Julius uh, be able to expand his game a little bit and and take some pressure off him. There were times last year where Randall had to carry the whole team, uh, and Walker's going to take a lot of that pressure off. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah. So I really think that uh, this duo of Randall and Walker is going to be pretty formidable and take the Knicks to the next level, especially if um, Mitchell Robinson can stay healthy. Uh, they have a great one-two punch at center with him and New Orleans Noel. They have uh, Derek Rose and some great role players um, around them in New York. Uh, especially with uh, the way that R.J. Barrett has emerged as a star player in this league. So, I mean, you're looking at a pretty good uh, starting lineup there, you know, with an all-star, with R.J. Barrett as a potential all-star, with Kemba Walker, who's been an all-star, Derek Rose, who's been an all-star. I mean, the Knicks are almost starting five all-stars. Uh, four out of five guys are, are formal all-stars. So, uh, great move for the Knicks. It's going to be exciting. I hope Walker can turn it around. I think he's going to be really motivated uh, playing in New York, playing under the on that big stage, trying to get the Knicks. And you know Knicks fans are going to love him and embrace him with the energy. And, he, and he's a winner. I mean, he took UConn, he carried UConn to the national championship game by himself. Uh, I think he's going to take the Knicks a long way. Uh, the next guy is another guy who's going to have a lot to prove. Lonzo Ball getting traded to the Chicago Bulls. Uh that was huge, I think, for the Bulls. They've really struggled to have a good point guard. Zach Levine was having to play a lot of point guard, and he is not. He's a shooting guard. Uh, having Lonzo there, a big guard who can defend, distribute the ball, especially with getting Vucevic. I mean, the Bulls are going to be a strong, strong team. No, I, I can't think of another team in the league that's turned it around like Chicago has with just a with just a few moves. Um, you know, I think Lonzo's going to want to show that you know, he is the best ball brother because LaMelo has really come in and stole a lot of his thunder. And I think Lonzo, you know, is a competitor and is going to want to show, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, LaMelo's awesome, but, you know, I think Alonzo's going to have a lot to prove. He's also really improved his shot. Uh, he's knocked down 37% of his threes last year. He averaged 14 points, 5.7 assists, and 4.8 rebounds. Those that's awesome numbers from your point guard. That's pretty awesome to have a guy that big um, who can rebound and pass the ball like that. He's going to be an offense now that has three all stars: Zach Levine, Vucevic, and Demar Derozan, plus Lonzo Ball. I mean, we just talked about the Knicks, and therefore these are much more recent all stars than those guys on the Knicks. That's going to be t- they're going to put up a lot of points. Uh, the defense, you know, leaves a little bit to be desired. I mean, De- DeRozan's getting a little slow. Levine's not necessarily known for his defense, although he's improving. Vucevic, not exactly a rim defender, although he does okay. But Ball, um, I think, can really clamp down on these uh, bigger guards on other teams. He's a guy who can guard a guy like LeBron James or Ben Simmons and these other big guys on other teams. And Chicago's really built to highlight Ball as a facilitator. I think his assist numbers are going to go through the roof. Uh, he's got a huge target in Vucevic. He's got a great shooter in Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine could have one of the best seasons of his career. He's never been surrounded by this many weapons to take the pressure off him, and he's still been great. So having all these guys around him, he's going to have wide-open shots. Uh, I, this Bulls team is going to be super exciting. If you're a Chicago fan, you have to be pumped for this season. Uh, the Bulls finally look like they might be back here. Uh, I mean, these are veteran guys. Uh, team players, I think the chemistry is going to be great. I wouldn't worry about them taking a while to gel. You know, they're going to be a tough team to beat in the East. Um, next, Dennis Schroeder, Boston Celtics. Uh, I guess Kemba Walker's replacement in Boston. Uh, you know, 
poor Dennis. I mean, not since Nerland's Noel fumbled the bag, uh, betting on himself. Uh, Dennis Schroeder uh, bet on himself, and it did not pay off. Um, John Collins on the Hawks, a guy who bet on himself, and it pays off. So we can see it does pay off. Dennis Schroeder, he's got to he's got to do in another one more year. He's got to prove it. Um, he's probably going to want to start, although, you know, he might be better off as a sixth man, you know, with Marcus Smart in the, in the, in the starting lineup for defense with Tatum kind of running the show. Uh, but who knows, maybe they start Schroeder. Uh, they also have Peyton Pritchard who's a good ball handler, but he'll probably come off the bench for sure. Um, but you know, Schroeder had to be embarrassed this off season. He turned down a four year, $84 million deal from the Lakers, which would have put him on a, probably what's going to be a, the Western Finals team. Um, and he turned it down, and nobody nobody offered him a deal. I mean, I can can you imagine being at the Schroeder household, you know, after he uh, fixes his little blonde spot in his, in his hair, uh, checks his phone, still no messages, calls the agent, uh, probably asks his wife or girlfriend to call his phone number just to make sure it's working. Uh, still nothing. Uh, I mean, poor, poor guy. I mean, I poor guy is a freaking millionaire. He still got like five. He still got six million dollars to go play with the Celtics. So we can't feel too bad for him. But uh, it's got to suck to bet on yourself like that and and not get uh, and not have somebody come through. It's like it's like going out with a super hot girl and. You know, she's kind of annoying, and you think, well, I got her, I'll get another one, and then you break up with her, and no more hot girls. I It could be about the same. I don't know. Is that a good analogy? Let me know. Uh, at Brent Middleman on Twitter, let me know if that's a good analogy. Uh, but, hey, you know, I guarantee you if Shooter plays well this year and gets another multi-year deal, he is not going to be turning it down. <laughs> so, Let's talk about why he's someone who is someone to watch, though, this year. Because, one, I mean, we just talked about it. He's got a lot to prove. He's got a huge chip on his shoulder. He's on a really good team um, who has some great young guys who are up and coming or established. I mean, Jason Tatum is taking himself to, like, top 10, top 8 in the fantasy world. Could step into a top 5 position this year, potentially. Jalen Brown coming back from injury. Uh, is going to be looking to uh, show that his start last year was not a fluke. Uh, you have Robert Williams, uh, Slow Mo, or Time Lord. Sorry, I got him mixed up with Kenny Anderson. Kyle Anderson. Why do I always say Kenny Anderson? Kyle Anderson, Slow Mo. Robert Williams is the Time Lord. Uh, you know, who's turned into quite actually a facilitator from the big man spot, plus a blocking machine. All great fantasy guys. Um, so we'll see. I mean, he told the Lakers he thinks he can be more impactful as a starter, but he also told him he thinks he's worth more than four years, $84 million, and we saw how that worked out. Uh, so we can see he was six, uh, runner-up for sixth man of the year uh, when he backed up Chris Paul in Oklahoma City, uh, where he averaged 19 points and four assists. So, I mean, obviously Boston would be okay with that. But you know he's going to fight for a starting spot, especially after what just happened. Um, I don't know. I think the Celtics made a great move here. I think Kemba Walker never really was a good fit. Schroeder's more of a team guy. Uh, he's a little bigger, I think, than Walker. Uh, can can guard, um, you know, bigger guards. Uh, I like this move. So he could get more six-man-of-the-year buzz if he does come off the bench. I expect him to push for a starting spot, but we'll see. It's ultimately really not his call. 
And uh, we saw last time he tried to push the envelope what happened. Uh, he got denied. So uh, that's it for Dennis Schroeder. Next up, Spencer Dinwiddie going to the Washington Wizards. Um, you know, it's always been awkward for, for Dinwiddie on the Nets. He just never really fit. He had a lot of competition there in his position. And then he got hurt, tore his ACL. He was kind of thriving um, in those first few games. Um, but uh, tore his ACL three games in the last season. He got a three-year, $62 million deal to join Bradley Beal on the Wizards. I think this is a great move for Washington. I love Spencer Dinwiddie as a player. I think he's definitely a starting caliber player in this league. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot a lot to prove. Um, and I think as a full-time starter, it, he could you know really push for uh, big-time fantasy numbers. I mean, he steals, he assists, he's a bigger guard who can rebound. He shoots threes really well. He shoots a good percentage. Uh, and, you know, the last time we saw him when he started, he was a fringe all-star guy with the Nets when Levert was down um, during 2019-2020 campaign where he averaged 20 points a game, 6.8 assists, and 3.5 rebounds. So I wouldn't be surprised if he averages right around those numbers, maybe better um, on a team like Washington where he's going to have Bradley Beal uh, taking a ton of pressure off him. Um, and those two guys are going to put up a ton of buckets. Uh you know, his, his three-point shooting isn't great. Um, it's a little bit below average, but I'd say he's better than Russell Westbrook at threes. So, you know, you don't want to leave him wide open. Uh, but they also signed Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He's going to take some pressure off him around the three-point line, uh, and Beal definitely will. Uh, you know, the Wizards are going to have a much deeper team now. They traded Westbrook. They got a haul from the Lakers. They got Caldwell-Pope. They got Kyle Kuzma. They got Montrez Harrell. Those are going to be great guys to pair. Hopefully they get Thomas Bryant back healthy. They have Daniel Gafford as another big man down there. Uh, so they're going to have a much deeper team, along with Rui Hachimura, who could take another step forward this year, um, and that Denny uh, Avia, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, you know, So they have some exciting young guys there. Uh, Bertrand, who they signed to a big deal. Uh, good three-point shooter, started slow last year, and then got started getting hot at the end. Uh, so the Wizards are going to be a sneaky team. Uh, I think that they could definitely be in the mix for a playoff spot, um, you know, barring health. Uh, So the final guy I'm going to talk about here on the podcast is on, as you know, my favorite team, the Golden State Warriors, and that's Otto Porter Jr. Speaking of Washington Wizards, a guy who really was uh, awesome on the Wizards. He was huge, shot great percentages, all-around good player, just a big Bigger than you'd expect guy for a guy who can play shooting guard, small forward, even power forward at his size. But he's had like the worst luck with injuries. Um, The last two seasons, he's only played 122 games combined, uh, missing huge chunks with foot problems and back injuries. You know, the worst kind of injuries, the ones that just linger and nag. Uh, So he's definitely overdue for a comeback. Uh, The Bulls hoped he could do it. He, He showed flashes, but stayed hurt. Orlando hoped he could do it, showed flashes. I think the Warriors got a steal here. Um, You know, he was averaging 14.7 points, 6.4 boards, two assists, and over a steal a game. A great defender back in 2018. Um, He even got matched on a four-year, $106 million offer sheet that the Nets gave him in 2017. That's how much the Wizards believed in him. And now... Uh, just three years later, after being dealt to the Magic from the Bulls, he signed for the veteran minimum with the Warriors at $2.4 million to join the Warriors. 
if he stays healthy, uh, which he said during his press conference, he's in, uh, I quote, tip-top shape. Uh, so, you know, never mind that he uses the words tip-top shape. Well, you know, I, I'm pumped. Like, I, I'm excited to see uh, Otto Porter Jr. on the floor uh, with Steph Curry, uh, hopefully Clay Thompson at some point. Draymond Green. I mean, he's another guy who can spread the floor. He can rebound. He's going to help open up space for Curry. He's going to give Green another big body to dish to. It's going to take a lot of pressure off James Wiseman, who's going to be able to uh, have another guy around the perimeter to, to open up the key for him so he can get to the rim or kick it out. I'm, I'm super excited about Otto Porter Jr. Uh, on the Warriors. He can switch. You know, He can play the three. He can play the four. He can even play small ball center sometimes. Uh, so Steve Kerr, we know he likes to get creative with his lineups, and I think Otto Porter provides that. Uh, they also signed Nemanja Bialica, who's another like stretch four type of guy. So very good offseason for the Warriors. I love their draft picks, uh, Kaminga and, and Moses, Moody. Uh, it, I mean, those guys look great. I, the steals of the draft with high ceilings. Uh, so, you know, young High ceiling guys with Wiseman and Moody and Kaminga, along with solid, solid veterans. And I mean, Steph Curry, maybe the greatest point guard of all time. Draymond Green revolutionized the the four position. Uh, Clay Thompson, arguably one of the best shooters of all time. Uh, James, you know, um, and you know these other veterans on the team uh, who are super solid. So. I'm I'm super pumped for the Warriors this season. Uh, I think these other teams that I talked about today should be really excited about their chances uh, bringing these guys in, and a, a lot of times on on steals of a deal. Uh, so I think these guys are all going to be motivated. I'd target. I could see a lot of these guys dropping in fantasy drafts, uh, and I would be I would target them just strictly out of uh, revenge, <laughs> just wanting to prove what they can do. Uh, so barring health issues, which a lot of these guys have suffered with, so you know it's probably a 50-50 shot they even make it through the season. Uh, I could see all these guys, you know, outperforming and and hadn't seen these teams uh, be super competitive come playoff time. I mean, I know we got a top heavy with the Nets and the Lakers and the Bucks, uh, but look out. I mean, there's some there's some sneaky teams that I you know I'd be nervous if I was those teams to play them in a seven game series, especially if injuries are piling up and and old age starts to catch up to them. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember to check out hoop-ball.com. This is Brent's breakdown, formerly Box Score breakdown. Uh, we're going to be coming at you with um, you know multiple podcasts a week. Uh, you know, I might have a surprise uh, podcasting partner for some of these coming up as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Hopefully we'll see you on the, the HoopBall YouTube channel as well uh, during the season. Uh, really excited uh, for basketball to be back, for training camp to start soon. I'm, I'm doing some early fantasy drafts right now. Just really psyched. The NBA season's coming. We'll be keeping an eye out on what's going on with Ben Simmons, what's going on with Clay Thompson's health, uh, Pascal Siakam's health. Uh, Jonathan Isaac's health. We'll see. Are these guys going to come back? Uh, Markel Fultz. A lot of these guys were wondering, are they going to be healthy? Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. We'll break those down soon. Uh, but once again, I'm Brent the Middleman, at Brent Middleman on Twitter. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.